Welcome to Passionate and Prosperous, the only podcast about creating success in your life and business by using your voice, gifts, and skills to do the work that lights you up, make money, and have massive impact in the world. This show teaches coaches, creatives, and service-oriented human beings how to trust in yourself and leverage your unique message, experience, and expertise to attract your ideal audience, create clients, and organically build your soul-aligned business. I'm your host, mindset and business strategy coach, Stacey Brass Russell, and I can't wait to help you to set yourself up for success and use your passion to create the prosperous life and business that you truly desire. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Passionate and Prosperous. Today, we're going to be talking about how to set yourself up for inevitable success. And I use the word inevitable in there intentionally. I'm recording this episode still in January. When you listen to it, it'll be sometime in either February or later in the year 2023, of course. And, um, you know, I've been seeing a lot of stuff coming through my feed and um, on email from a lot of the people that I follow. I, I follow a lot of the big kind of motivational coaches, inspirational coaches, um, you know, big life coaches. Um, right now, I'm inundated with all of these summit invitations and conferences and things that are going on. Um, we're still in that kind of mode of it being beginning of the year. It's January and everyone's talking about, you know, how to have your best life ever and how to, you know, make more money, myself included, I'm not going to lie, and how to, you know, how to have this great year, you know, and there's a lot of talk around goal setting and, um, you know, creating a vision and having a plan. And I thought that I would come in and share with you some of the things that work for me and that I actually think about when I'm working with my clients, right? And, you know, it's funny. This is going to be a total side note, a total side thing. But um, so I'm in this Facebook group that is for the alumni of where I got my coaching certification. And I got a dual health and life coaching certification. And one of the things that um, happened, and I may have told you it, maybe not in this way, but one of the things that happened when I was in the early stages of my coaching career was I I was in this challenge with my other classmates uh, to make $10,000 in 10 weeks. And I made the $10,000 in 10 weeks. And then if you did that, you got to submit a video about like your transformational journey, blah, blah, blah. And then the school picked five finalists uh, based on that video. And then when we went to the big live conference with, you know, everyone that wanted, that could go from the school. So 800 people were there. Um, those of us that were finalists, we did a, a, we got to do a talk. We got to do a seven minute presentation. And then everyone in the audience voted for, um, for who they thought was the most inspiring. And I won that. And after I won that, it gave me, a, well, even just before I won it, just being the finalist gave me all of this visibility in my coaching community. And part of the visibility was everybody knowing that I had made $10,000 <laughs> in 10 weeks as a coach. And so it made a lot of coaches want to talk to me. 
made a lot of coaches reach out to me and ask me how I did it and, um, you know, want to know, like, if I had some secrets and whatever. And to be totally honest with you, that's what sort of started my journey to becoming a business coach, right? I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm a transformational life coach. I'm a health coach. I'm a transformational life coach. I'm trained in, 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 in a transformational coaching method that's heavily based in neuro-linguistic programming. And then I've got, you know, 20 plus years of background in, in being, you know, yoga philosophy and all this. Right. So, um, so I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a life coach. I'm a, I'm a mindset coach. And then I evolved into helping people with their businesses. Um, because I know how to do that too. And so what's, what's interesting is I am this highly trained life and mindset coach. So even though I'm a business coach, I never, ever think of myself as not someone who supports my clients to be successful. Like, like, like I, I, that's, that's life coaching. That's mindset coaching. Right. So anyway, so I'm in this Facebook group and this person makes this post and it's just like this angry post about how she's sick of people that are business coaches trying to, you know, um, trying to get clients out of this health coaching group. And clearly if we could, um, you know, if we could create if we could create clients as a health coach, we wouldn't be trying to get other coaches to be our clients, right? <laughs> like it was this really, really crazy post. And the reason why um, I'm bringing that up is because is because she made this post as if people that are business coaches, right? Or that if the coaches that want to work with the business coach don't need a coach that is also highly trained as a life coach or a mindset coach, Right. And the reason I'm bringing that up to you is because part of my job, if I'm helping someone with their business and to be successful, right, which is what I do, and to use their gifts and skills, right, and to have this passion and prosperous life and business, is that I need to have mad skills to help you to actually do that right? It's not all business strategy. So anyway, it was funny because like that post came through my feed and I literally wanted to be like, why, you know, why do you think that like that business coaches are people who can't, who couldn't make it as a coach? I'm like, it's kind of the opposite for me. I'm like, the reason I'm a business coach is because I, I, I can be so successful as a health and life coach that all these coaches started coming to me to ask me to help them to do the same thing. So Inevitable success is something that I love to talk about and say, right, in my coaching model, because I believe that if you want to be successful, you're responsible for making your success inevitable. Otherwise, you're just hoping for the best or you're just winging it or you're, um, you know, you're just sort of like, going, well, I guess I'll try, but I'm not really sure if I have control over whether or not I get to achieve the level of success that I would like, right? So when we think about being successful, and again, there's all this stuff coming through my feed, um, all these summits, I, I've been tuning in uh, when I can, like I'm just getting email after email, we're going live right now, come join this conference. And, you know, so I'm popping in and, and it's not like it's new, right? It's not like everything I'm hearing is new. 
it's all stuff I've heard before. A lot of what I say is probably stuff that you've heard before, but it's always different when you hear it through a different lens from a different person. And we never hear the same things the same way twice because we're never in the same place. We're never in the same place in our life. We're never in the same place in our growth and development. We hear things differently at different times according to where we are. And every time we reach new levels of, 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 of success or, um, or uh, kind of like, um, I don't want to keep saying personal development, but it's like, or like beingness, you know, every time we reach new levels of like beingness and, and being more in touch with ourselves and mastering some level of being human and learning even more how to work with our thoughts and our mind or break through a limiting belief or all those things that we get to do, which is so exciting that we get to do it, right? I mean, wouldn't it suck if being a human being was like at some point <laughs> for no reason, it was like your brain was now fixed. And I was like, that's it. Whatever limiting beliefs or suffering you're experiencing right now, that's it. You can't change it. You're done. That would suck. But the way that a human brain is de- is is designed is so that it is constantly able to be changed and you're constantly able to up-level it, right? And that's so cool if you want to use it that way, right? If you're if you're into it. So, so I wanted to come in and talk to you about inevitable success because um you know, there's so much out there. You can hear stuff from me. You can hear stuff from any of the other people that you follow, uh, that you listen to other podcasts. You know, uh, there's all these coaches out there. There are all these motivational people um, that do similar things that I do. There's books you can read. Um, but I think what makes each one of us unique, and I and I count you in this too, not just me. I'm not like, ooh, I'm a brilliant thought leader. Well, I mean, I'd like to think of myself as a brilliant thought leader, but I want you to think of yourself as a brilliant thought leader too. Such a big thing that I teach in all of my trainings in at Passionate and Prosperous Live, what I hope comes across on this podcast is that I believe that everyone gets to use their gifts and their skills and their talent and their unique point of view and their life experience and 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 their their you know I call it the lens right like the your lens your perspective everyone gets to use that and share it and use your voice because everyone's voice is is important and everyone's story is unique and different and the way that we all experience all of these things that lots of people talk about are unique and different to who we are and to our experience with them. So I'm going to share with you some of the things that I not only myself do, but that I I hope it's the way I support my clients, right? Um, so we're going to talk about setting yourself up for inevitable success. Anything that you want to do, anything, like literally anything that you want to have happen, make happen, create, requires for you to have some level of anticipation of what could get in your way, right? It's kind of like, I'm not saying that you should always be preparing for the worst or anything like that. Like I'm definitely not a doom and gloomer. I mean, you probably know by now that I actually try to operate on a very high vibe and always um, assume or, you know, try for the best. 
But anything that you want to do requires for you to anticipate that something could get in your way, right? It could be something in it, it, that comes from within you. It could be an external circumstance. It could be an event that happens that was unexpected that like you didn't plan for, right? Like unplanned stuff happens all the time. And when those things happen, we sometimes get thrown off our game for sure, right? Like we get thrown off our game. We can be really disappointed. It can suck, right? Things can like when things don't go the way we wanted, it can suck really hard. And you might even like pout and sulk and cry and shake your fists and stamp your feet and have a tantrum. I do those things. Um, not often, but, but that's just life, right? Like that, that's life. Like we expect that things aren't always going to go exactly as planned. So when you are trying to set yourself up for success and make it inevitable, right? Part of what that means is that you're reverse engineering or you're pre-thinking about how you might avoid what you can, right? Like you can't avoid things that you don't know are going to happen. But there are certain things that you can do to ensure that you might not get in your own way, <laughs> right? The, like you can't ensure it about something outside of yourself, but you can definitely do things that are in your control that will set you up for, we'll call it inevitable success, right? Because the other thing is if you follow through and do the things that you want to do and say that you're going to do, whatever the outcome is, it still qualifies as a success. And that's like a really deep, like, I think, concept to really wrap your head around, right? That as long as you do what you say, or at least you make the effort, you take the action, you do the thing, you stay with it, you show up, you do all the things that you need to do, you're succeeding. So the inevitable part, the inevitable success part has to do with making it inevitable that you're going to do it. It has nothing to do with what the outcome is going to be. It has everything to do with the success of you doing the thing that you said you wanted to do. So I'm, I want to make that really clear, right? We're making a distinction here that we're not defining success only by whether or not you got certain outcomes or specific outcomes because, right, Things may go a different way, and we're going to talk about that. But the inevitable part, the inevitable success part, is that you set yourself up to make sure that you're at least going to do the thing, do the thing that you said you were going to do, take action on the goal, the thing you want. And if you do that, it's a success. And you have to decide whether or not you like that. I, I like it for me because if I didn't operate with that kind of paradigm in my consciousness, then I would constantly be thinking that I was a failure. <laughs> I would constantly, constantly be thinking that I wasn't doing enough or wasn't doing good enough, right? And I actually have worked with a lot of clients who we have to really look at this because they're so hard on themselves and 
they are so, um, uh, they're so, I don't want to call it rigid, hard on themselves is the best word, that that if things don't turn out like exactly how they thought they wanted them to or thought they would, then everything else is just terrible, right? There's no other form of success. And so if we set ourselves up for that, if we make, if we define our success as whether or not the end result was the exact thing that we set out for, that we put on our vision board, (laughs) right? Or that we like created the vision for, that we have as like our desire. If it turns out a little differently and we use that to tell ourselves that it was a failure, we're just going to be miserable because, because things look different all the time. So what we're talking about today is inevitable success, meaning how you can succeed at doing what you say that you're going to do. How to succeed at doing what you say that you're going to do. And I know this is going to help a lot of you, right? Because one of the things that's really challenging when you are doing your own business, when you're an entrepreneur, when you're starting something, when you work from home by yourself, <laughs> all the things, right? One of the things that, that that's really difficult is staying the course, staying motivated, like making a structure, figuring out your schedule. This is what people come to me for all the time. And that doesn't have to do with the business coaching part right? The business coaching part is like what I help people do is, you know, get clear on their niche and message, create content, create programs, launch, sell, um, you know, have a presence on social media, know, you know, know what they're, know what they're doing, how to attract clients, how to, how to, you know, build their yellow brick road, which is their organic funnel. Um, you know, all those things that, the importance of growing an email list and how to do it, um, how to make workshops and talks and group programs, right? That's all the business coaching. And I had a business coach who was not a transformational life mindset coach. Thank God I was already (laughs) a trained transformational coach because I invested a lot of money to be in a mastermind with a coach, which also happened to coincide with COVID. So I invest in this very expensive mastermind for 2020. And by March, (laughs) the world was locked down. Um, But anyway, you know, that coach was not a transformational life and and, and mindset coach. And you know what? I really felt it. I was like, "Mm." at the end of the day, I really think that like someone who's helping people to succeed in their business should have the skills that I have, right? So anyway, I apply those skills to myself and I and I help my clients because it's really really it's really lonely if you're just kind of like trying to do biz in a bubble by yourself when you're when you're a solopreneur, right? So I'm going to walk you through what, and I, I thought like, what do I really think are like the key things? So I've got six things that I'm going to share with you that I think are the keys to setting yourself up for inevitable success. So the first one that I wrote down was to make your goals stretchy, but also in the zone. That That's how I wrote it. Okay. Make your goals stretchy, but also in the zone. Now, what do I mean by that? You may have heard me talk a little bit about like your comfort zone, right? 
and your zone of genius, which is right outside your comfort zone. And then and then there's this like other zone that's outside of your zone of genius, genius, which I like to call your bullshit zone. And the reason is because one of the things that I think a lot of people um, have make an error, right? I don't want to say a mistake, but an error that I think some people make is creating um, goals or like putting success, like what they want to consider success to look like in the bullshit zone. And the bullshit zone is what is two zones away from your comfort zone, right? <laughs> so when you set goals and you decide what success is going to look like for you in something, in, in anything, it could be any area of your life, not just your business. It could be success achieving a health goal. It could be success with a financial goal. It could be success in a relationship. It could be success in a project or having fun. It could be whatever you want it to be. If you, if you put that success kind of determination really far out and you put it in the bullshit zone, which means it's so far out of your comfort zone that it's not even in your zone of genius. Like it's not really coming up next for you, right? It's not just like an up level. It's something that would actually require you to level up before you could actually take action on it. If you set yourself up for that, thinking that that's the success that you're going for, you're, you are inevitably going to be disappointed because, because when we, when we set ourselves up like that, we're actually setting ourselves up for failure. So you have to know when you're creating your goals and when you're deciding like, this is what I want to achieve. If I achieve this, it'll be success, right? For now, because our success changes all the time. Like, you, you, you're not going to create your lifetime of success in one sitting. So something that you may, that may be in your bullshit zone today will be in your zone of genius, maybe next year, maybe in five years. It's just not in that zone today. So it doesn't mean that you can't have that dream, that goal, that desire. It's just that you have to be able to determine when is that the right time for that one? And is there something that you would need to succeed at first before that? So we want to make our goals always stretchy, meaning we want to get out of our comfort zone. We always want to have bold, audacious, big, you know, and scary goals. Like your goals, your goal can, can still scare you. Ooh, right? Like my, like, like I set really big goals for myself. And sometimes they're really scary because sometimes while I'm setting them, I'm going, oh man, oh man, I don't know. But I'm doing that with almost like, it's almost like a little, like a, like an excitement fear. It's like, oh, I wonder if I can do this, right? Versus if I were to set myself up for something and be like, and just know that it wasn't going to happen, right? Like I know that my business is not going to go to $2 million this year. So I could say I want to make $2 million this year, but that would be in my bullshit zone because there's no, there's no part of what's going on right now that would lead to that. And that's not me, uh, you know, not thinking big. That's not me, um, you know, uh, uh, 
not believing in myself. That's me being realistic, knowing like where I am in my business, what I have in place, what I plan to do this year. And it ain't getting me to 2 million, like where I am right now. Right. So that's just like reality. But I have a big stretchy goal for this year. It's definitely way bigger than that last year. Now it's in my zone of genius. I might get it, but I also might not. And we're going to talk about that in a little. So step one for inevitable success is knowing how to be an amazing goal setter. It's knowing how to decide what it is that you want to do, accomplish, um, you know, make happen. And making it something that is in your zone of genius. It's outside your comfort zone, but it's also within within that zone of genius and not in the bullshit zone. Right. Because as soon as we go there, we trigger all kinds of other thoughts processes and we don't activate the ones that are that are the action takers and that know that like this is within our reach it's almost like you said it too crazy and the parts of your brain that would be able to like get to work on it kind of go mm, i don't know right and then like you're not really taking action on it anyway so the second thing that I wrote down for, you know, making your success inevitable is blocking the time, breaking it down and blocking the time. So what do I mean by that? Anything that you want to do, you have to be able to fit it in. And, you know, we're we're all busy. We live in like a busy time. We live in a busy society, right? And I don't like to call myself busy like in a negative way. I like to say, look, I'm really, I've got a lot going on, right? I've got a lot going on. I take on a lot. I commit to a lot. That's me. It's just, it's me. I'm not going to say it's bad. I'm not going to feel badly about it. I'm not going to think it's a flaw. I'm just going to be real and say, I take on a lot. I, I commit to doing big things in my business. You've heard me talk about how I'm very protective of my time for my personal life. So I do have a work-life balance. I do make the time for the things that I really want to do. And I have a really rich, full life. So if there's something that I want to make sure that I make it happen, and this is anything, again, right? This isn't like only, and I will give you examples of 2020. Well, I started this show in 2021, right? But really like we, you know, it really uh, started in November of 2021. So, you know, in order to do this show and commit to doing it every week, which is what to me makes it successful, not how, not only how many downloads or how many people listen, but even just for me, a success is that I show up and I've put out an episode every single week, even on a week that I had to record two in one week just to make sure that we didn't fall behind. Hey, okay, it's my commitment to myself. It's what to me is one of the markers of success for the show is that it comes out every week, 
right? Bare minimum. That to me is part of what makes it successful. And in order for me to do that, I had to block the time, which at the time that I was starting the show, I was like, when am I going to do this, right? Like, how am I going to have this like block of time every single week now added in to my already full schedule? In addition to recording the show, the show has other stuff that has to happen. It has show notes that get written. We market the show by creating social media posts and putting social media out. It takes time and there are lots of moving parts. There's lots of things to do it. So in order for me to be successful at the show, I have to break down what that success looks like and block the time out to make sure that it happens. And we have to do that with pretty much anything and everything that we want to do. So, you know, you've heard me talk about this on a boundaries episode or on other episodes where I'm talking about time and calendar and all of that. But, you know, I, I block out every single call with my mastermind, right? The group things with my mastermind, those are blocked on my calendar. Every morning that I want to exercise or take this online class that I like from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m., it's blocked out. I don't give up that time unless I absolutely have to. I don't make it available for clients, right? It always amazes me when when someone basically misses, right, right so I'm in a mastermind that I, I'm in a different one, not the one with the coach that wasn't the transformational coach. Now I'm in one, my coach is a transformational coach. And, you know, we pay a lot of money to be in this mastermind. And it always amazes me when someone misses mastermind because they had a client. I literally never miss mastermind ever. <laughs> like I never miss it. And I have so many clients. But in order to set myself up for inevitable success in the mastermind, I have to be there. So when people are like, oh my God, I scheduled a client, I have a client, I'm always like, I don't understand that. Like it literally, I don't, it's like, do not comprehend. I do not comprehend how you pay a ton of money to be in a mastermind and then schedule something during the call. So to me, setting yourself up for inevitable success is knowing how to block your time. And it's also knowing how to break down the success thing, like the way I just told you about all the moving parts for the podcast and know what are all the things that you're going to have to do in order to make that thing successful. And then those times that you block out, again, I'm not saying that like when there's an emergency, we don't like change our calendar. But if there's something that you know you want to work on, you have to block the time. Otherwise, you're going to be the person that I hear from a lot saying, I, I wanted to do that, but I didn't have time. You know, I do a lot of free workshops and masterclasses, um, which I hope you come to and will come to if you haven't. And, you know, I put a lot into them. Like I put out a lot of value in those things. When I, when I do a five-day training like the one I just did, by the time you're listening to this episode, we just did the Know Your Niche training. 
a five-day training uh, with an hour each day. Do you know how much I put into those? They're so high value. I don't just get you on Zoom for an hour and bullshit you and then try to sell you a program. I'm giving you incredible value. I put so much time into it and I give worksheets and I'm present and I, and I, and it's, there's so much great energy and I want you to get it. Like, I want you to get it. I want the the content that I'm teaching to like be, I want it to help you. And when I sign up for things like that, again, like, you know, with my coach or whatever, I put it on my calendar and I really do everything I can to be there. And then if in the end I have to give that time up, I, you know, I reluctantly do. And I can't tell you how many people sign up for my stuff telling me how badly they need it. I mean, that's why I create what I create. The things that I create, I don't make them up in a bubble. I make them up based on what I know you guys need. And I'll put it out there. And it's amazing to me how many people either like, I'm fine. If you can't show up live, I get it. I do my shit in the middle of the day because I don't want to work at night. Okay. So I do my stuff in the middle of the day. I do make replays available. But if you sign up for something that's happening for five days and you, and then you either don't put it on your calendar to go live right? So that's first of all. And then if you absolutely can't, if you also then don't watch the replay and then you're messaging me and emailing me on the day that I say the replays are expiring because like I'm giving you free stuff and I'm not going to now like support you indefinitely with my amazing content that has to live in my paid membership website, right? I mean, And I get messages from people begging me for more time because they didn't have time to watch the replay. Now, again, I'm not trying to like make anyone feel shitty or like, you know, like they're an asshole or anything like that. But I'm just, I'm just using this as an example for how we set ourselves up for success. So if one thing that you think would help make you more successful, right, is to take a training with a coach, mentor that you look up to, that you think is smart, that and that has something that you need, then why wouldn't you carve out the time and, and block the time and be there? So if you want, again, this whole episode is about inevitable success. So I'm going to tell you that if you sign up for a training that you think you need and then go, don't go to it, you're, you're basically saying, I'm not, I'm not into the inevitable success part. I'm into the, like, maybe I'll get success. Maybe I won't. (laughs) Right. I don't know. So if we want to achieve things, if we want to make things happen, we have to be willing to spend the time. That's it. It's just, it's just time is an investment. It's a commodity. It's a high value one. So I don't, I don't think you should use it unwisely. So if you don't think that my training is worth it for you in particular and you don't need it, then sure, don't come. But if you need it and you think it's going to help you and you're in a moment where you're like, wow, I really want to have success in my business and I don't really know my niche and this coach is offering this thing, then block your freaking calendar. 
right? And again, I'm not trying to like talk to any of you in particular and be like, you're a jerk. I'm just using it as an example because it's the one that came to my head most easily about the commitments, you know, and I commit myself to stuff. I commit myself to stuff. I commit my time, even success in my business. I don't work with clients on Mondays. I literally just had an exchange with someone who's in my program who needed to reschedule uh, her one-on-one with me. And she was like, you know, um, do you, you know, do you only work on these days? And, you know, the truth is, is I don't, I don't, Mondays are not for clients. Mondays are a day that I block out. I block it out for me to do all these things that I need to do for my business and, and, and on my business. And I can't do those things while I also am stacked with client calls. So, and I put in the non-negotiables into my calendar first before I then let my client schedule. So inevitable success starts with the goals, like knowing what you're working toward, right? You got to do that. You got to be specific. You can't just like like wing it and hope that like you may go, wow, I'm a little more successful right now. And I'm not talking about resolutions. I know I purposely told you in the beginning of the show that this was coming out, you know, that I'm recording this in January and that I'm seeing all of these summits and blah, blah, blah. I'm not talking about resolutions. I, you know, I, I also have seen lots and lots and lots and lots of messaging from people about like, you know, anti-resolutions, anti-goals even. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know how you're ever going to make anything happen if you don't like set some goals, really. But anyone who's anti-goals just needs to listen to this show, right? Because if you're anti-goals, it means that you've tried it and, and, and didn't succeed. So hopefully if you're listening to this, you're like, oh, I get it. I, I can set a goal and it doesn't have to be my enemy. I just have to set myself up for inevitable success to feel like I acted on the goal. So that brings us to the third thing I wanted to share with you, which is how do you achieve inevitable success? You take action. Action takers. Action takers succeed. Not lurkers, not researchers. Well, I mean, if you're a researcher for your profession and you do good research, you succeed. But I'm saying those of us who work with people who want to have clients, who are in service-based businesses, who need to get out there and be visible and attract people and do all kinds of stuff because you've got to connect with people if you want to work with people. There's no way to get, you know, clients onto your pathway if you're not connecting with them or they can't see you. So, you know, if you're, if you're planning your success, if you decide what you want to do, like what success looks like to you, and then you're like, now I'm going to go research it and I'm just going to keep working on it. I'm going to make some documents on it and I'm going to map it out and then I'm going to remap it. And then I'm going to go do some more learning and and studying and a course. Um, but you think that you have to do all of those things before you can start taking action, you're not setting yourself up for inevitable success. 
I just had the very uh, first class of this year with the Passion and Prosperous Academy students. And what I started the whole thing off with was reminding them that this is a one-year program. And there is nothing about this program that they should be thinking means that they're not going to start trying to get clients till it's over. I teach everyone to take action now. Say yes before you know how. It's episode number two. You got to just start. You got to do stuff. You got to take that time that you blocked out and do something in it. And now sometimes that may be research or it may be a learning curve. It may be that you got to figure something out. But, but, but it can't be in lieu of you knowing that you're now acting on this, this thing that you want to create do. I'll be ready when syndrome is like, a, is, is, is the worst. So to make your success inevitable, you actually have to be doing something. Right? So, and you know, again, as I said earlier, it's not only about your business. It's, it's literally anything, your health, a health goal, making a big change in the way in your lifestyle, the way you do things, how you want to like kind of live your life even, right? You can't just keep saying, oh my God, I'm going to plan out this incredible um, life where I have lots of free time and I uh, take walks in nature and I get to, you know, do all these things that I love and, and go deeper in my hobbies and whatever. And, and, but I have to do all these things first, right? So you will not succeed at making that happen if you're not taking action on it now in some way. To ask yourself, what is that? What is a, a baby version of that? All right, so your your lifestyle isn't going to change yet because you're still working and doing what you have to do to make money or blah, 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 whatever, or you don't live in the country yet, like whatever it is. But you're not going to succeed at it if you don't start taking action on it the minute you decide that it's something that you want. You know, the minute things come up in my brain and my husband's brain, this is like what what a reason number nine million that makes him my perfect partner is like when we when we all of a sudden go, oh, we want this. Oh, oh, we should we should do this. Oh, oh, this would be really great. But literally we start we start like putting it into our consciousness. It doesn't mean that we go buy something right away. It doesn't mean that like we drop everything and start only focusing on that. But we immediately put it into the, into the hopper. You know, we immediately put it into the, like, we're going to, we're going to make that inevitable. We're going to make this, it's a stretchy goal. Usually when something comes to us, it's like, Ooh, Ooh. Oh yeah. We want that. Right. We get, we're not having it right now. And then we go, okay, well, well, what does that look like? When do we think we literally have, have been like, we, we've literally talked about like, Hmm, we want to have a second home. We think that we can do that in where we're going for 2025. Now, do I know right now how I'm going to do that? I don't, but I kind of do because <laughs> it's not in my bullshit zone, right? But the point is, is that I am now thinking about it and I can even tell you that actions that I'm taking now 
in my business feel like actions toward making that inevitably successful for me. So you've got to be an action taker. You've got to take consistent action. You, you know, I like to say daily action, and I never want you to think that I that I don't think you should have rest days and relaxation and vacations and all of that. But I just mean in general, in the big picture, you have to take daily action. Right? Let's say you have like a big goal for like um, fitness. Okay, let's say you have a big fitness goal. You don't have to go run 10 miles every single day, but you probably should stretch on the days that you don't run. You should probably move your body in some way, right? If you're like, if you've got this big thing to achieve. So the idea is seeing yourself as someone who takes action is one of the ways that you set yourself up for inevitable success. Okay, here's now one of the most important ones. This is like my favorite one, just so you know. Well, actually, the next, this one and the next one. Okay, you have to be willing to gather data or collect data. And what that means is on your journey, as you're taking action, as you've got your stretchy goals, you have to be willing to observe how things are going and learn from your experience. You have to be able to notice if things are not going the way that you thought they were going to go, meaning like it just doesn't feel like the right direction or or you're not you're not showing up or um you're not getting the little outcomes that right that like cuz there are like little things along the way that let us know whether or not like we're headed toward the success. And you have to be willing to use that. You have to be willing to gather that information. And when you get to the end, the goal, whatever, if the outcome isn't quite what you thought it was going to be, if you didn't, like, let's say you say, I'm going to put out a group program or a course. Okay. First time you've ever done it. And this is what you want to make happen. So you want to set yourself up for inevitable success. You make that stretchy goal. It's already a stretchy goal. You've never done it before. You want to get 15 people in it, blah, blah, blah. So now you have to break it down. What are all the things that have to happen? What are all the, what are all the things? Because there's a lot of things that have to happen. And then you got to make the time, right? Or, it's, or you can't do it. So even if you're like, but I've got nine kids and I've got, and I've got a, you know, a dog and I've got this going on. And I've got that going on. What you're going to tell me is either if you're telling me that you don't have time for it, then we already know you're not going to do it. So if you're going to set yourself up for inevitable success, you're going to make the time. You're going to figure out how you're going to carve the time. You're going to, I call it, you block the time. Even if it's little bits here and there. And we're going to get to how you might have to help yourself do that in a moment. And then you're going to take action. So you're going to do something for it every day. And then let's say the, the program time comes, and this happens all the time, you guys, you launch the program, you don't get as much interest in it as you were hoping, you get some people in it, but not as many as you thought, you make some money on it, but not as much as you had planned, right? So you did it, you did it, you succeeded, you put out the program, 
and you didn't get exactly the results that you were hoping for in terms of how many people and revenue and whatever, you can either decide that you didn't succeed or you can decide that that was a wild success. People did it. You got paid for it. And you're now going to look at what information you can take away from how you executed on that and how you did it so that you can use that information and maybe change things up or do things differently for next time. So being an information gatherer, being never seeing anything as a failure and seeing everything as some form of a success if you took action on it, right? Like, I hope that what you're getting out of this at this point is the only way that something is not a success is if you never take action on it. Now, obviously, if you give up, giving up isn't so great either. But if you take action on it and you really do it and you see it through to whatever the end is, then you get to see that as a success, even if the outcome wasn't the one that you had hoped it was going to be. And then you get to look at like what you learned from it. I know that sounds like kind of maybe cheesy or like, you know, you know what I mean? Like I'm not the first person who's like learn from your failures, but I don't even use the word failure. I don't even believe in it. No such thing. Right? So, so being willing to gather information and stay in awareness and rather than seeing things as like not going well, see things as, oh, what do I, what can, what is this telling me? And here comes the next one, being willing to be flexible, adaptable, and resilient. That's the fifth thing I wanted to share with you about inevitable success. As you're collecting data, as you're going through your process, as you're taking action, you get to use that data in real time and decide if you want to change what you're doing. Try it a different way. Change the start date of the program. Add in another event if you're not getting enough people. Cancel something if it, if it doesn't feel like it's, it's in alignment anymore. Whatever it is, being adaptable and changing any goal without thinking that what you're doing is failing but rather using the available information and data that's coming to you in real time, which you can only get if you're taking action. Data comes from action. There's no data that you can get that doesn't come from action. So being flexible, adaptable, and resilient is the fifth step of inevitable inevitable success. And then the final piece, at least that I came up with for you, of setting yourself up for inevitable success is giving yourself the support that you need. Now, um, clearly you know I'm big on coaching, right? I'm never without a coach ever. And I have a huge support system. My husband is very, very supportive of me. 
And I have people in my inner circle that work with me in my business, my assistant. I have my some of my clients that also work in my programs that work with me. Um, I have a lot of people that really believe in me and I get whatever other support I need. If there's something that I can't do or don't know how to do or don't want to do, I pay someone to do it because that's going to set me up for inevitable success. Me racking my brain, spinning in circles, wasting time when I could be in my zone of genius doing things that I don't want to do, like making a reel, I have other people do it. So there's all kinds of different degrees of support. There's also asking someone to be your accountability partner. They're saying, hey, I really want to make sure that I do this. Can you, can you help me? Can, can, can we, um, can I, you know, message you? Uh, can we do it together? Can we have a work session on, you know, Zoom? Um, can you hold me accountable for this? How do you need to set yourself up with support? Very few people say that they achieve the success levels that they want to in their life or business without being supported, without having anyone around them. Obviously, in your business, it becomes your team. But in our lives, we have to have people. And that's also why I always provide my, my clients with community. So they not only have me for support, but they also have our vibrant, passionate, and prosperous community. Anyone that works with me. One-on-one group program. One of the most important things about the Passionate and Prosperous Academy is the support. Because I could teach you all the things in the world about, about your business and what you should, should put in place, what you need how to get clear, how to have a message, how to copyright, how to do this, how to do that. I teach all of that. But you're not going to be successful if you don't do these six things. I'm not responsible for those things. I can help you with it. But at the end, and I can teach it to you, right? And I can say, this is what you need to do to to be inevitably successful which is why I'm always harping on everybody to declare things, to carve out their time. You know, when people invest in programs with me and unless it's an emergency and don't show up to our calls, I'm always like, listen, this is your investment. This is your dime. Like I'm doing everything I can for you. But at the end of the day, I can't show up for you. Meaning as, as you, I can show up for you, but not as you. Taking action, building up that resilient mindset so that you're not like every, if every, you know, if you're doing something and the info that's coming back to you is like, ooh, this isn't going the way you thought it was going to be, rather than it like causing you like, a, you know, to be derailed for three weeks and down and mopey and, 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 and quit and, and get into the, you know, um, the, the, the I can't do it act the vibe. You have to be able to go, hmm, what can I, what do I want to, what do I want to look at right now and pivot? What do I want to do differently? How do I want to make a different choice? 
Maybe I'll ask my coach like what she thinks I should do. How can I continue to set myself up for inevitable success with this? Just because what I was doing first wasn't, isn't really working. I bet you there's something else I could do. I'll be flexible. I'll try something new. I'll use my information. Oh, and by the way, I'll get some support to do that. So there is a way to set yourself up for inevitable success. There is a way to do all the things that you want to do. Are the outcomes the determination of your success? This is what you get to choose. This is what this whole episode was about. You get to decide if success is the equivalent of only certain outcomes or if success is you taking action and doing the things that you say you're going to do. And then looking at the outcomes and either going, wow, okay, I'm really glad I did this. Here's all the good things about it. And here's how I'd like to do it differently next time. Or you also get to look at the results, even if they weren't the ones that you thought they were going to be and go, oh my God, this is incredible. And we call that, it's either going to be this or something better. So when you're setting yourself up with your stretchy goals, you get to say to yourself, this is what I'd like. And you know what? If it turns out to be something else, I'm going to decide that that's something better. It's what was more right for me. As long as I showed up and as long as I did these things, blocked the time, took the action, gathered the data, stayed adaptable, flexible, and resilient, and got the support I needed, then this outcome is the exact perfect one that I was meant to have. These are choices that we get to make about how we want to be human. You're the one who's making the meaning of your life and your experiences. And so you can make the meaning of these to serve you and you can make the meaning of these to have you go to bed every night thinking that you fucked up and you're a failure and you didn't do what you, and you didn't do anything. You're literally the determiner of that. So um, this was my, my version of what I'm seeing all these other success gurus uh, out there teaching. Well, I mean, I don't know what they're teaching because I'm not looking at all of them, but I thought, you know what, let me help, let me help you with some success as well. Setting you up for inevitable success. You don't have to just think of this as like, oh, it's the beginning of the year, success for the end of 2023, or whenever you're listening to this. This is just period. This is just how you should roll. This is how we roll. This is how we set ourselves up to do the things that we want to do, right? You know my model is be, do, have. Who do you need to be to do the things that you need to do so that you can have the things that you want to have? So that's what I have for you today. Now, as I'm signing off, I'm just thinking where you're listening to this and uh, we will be like in kind of in between live events and trainings. So um, if you're not already on my email list, please, please jump over to my website, www.stacybrassrussell.com 
and get on the list because I send out inspiring emails every week. I send out podcast reminders and then always alert you to anything that is happening. And then one last thing I want to tell you is the Passionate and Prosperous Academy is awesome. And if you want to have everything I just outlined, (laughs) a stretchy goal, something to block your time for, someone to help you take action, a way of knowing how to pivot. And I hate that word. I don't, I, I think we got really sick of that word during the pandemic, a way to be flexible and resilient as you collect information and having a ton of support. Come join us. We want you. We want to have you there. We're a very merry bunch of awesome rock star, service-based entrepreneurs and coaches, meaning the coaches that will coach you along with me. All right. I'm saying goodbye. I'll be in your headphones with you next week. All the love. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Passionate and Prosperous with me, Stacey Brass Russell. If you like what you're listening to, please make sure you're following or subscribing. And if you're on Apple, that's the little plus sign on the top right so that you get notified when new episodes drop every Wednesday. As always, I'm sending you love and high vibes. And remember, life is hard and there's always something you can do about it.